Probably should open up with a, a song from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I'm seem and it was seemingly appropriate to do a song. Uh, to open up today's podcast with a song that has to um, that takes place in Paris and and in France, and given the very very sad news that is today of the um, Notre Dame uh, landmark, famous landmark of Paris burning, but not burning down, but there being a massive fire, much like the wildfire in Game of Thrones, when Cersei blew up the Sept of Baelor. <laughs> I am sorry, I, I, I am still in Game of Thrones, like, mode after um, last night's season 8 premiere, episode 1. Uh, and if you haven't checked out my podcast, I'm going to check it out, it's on my podcast. Uh, I did a recap about thirty, about a half hour, almost a 45 minute podcast with my best friend Mayank. Um, it was a lot of fun, I hope you guys liked it, I got some good feedback, and I'll probably do another, I am going to do a next one. Um, but today's podcast, uh, today's episode is discussing, um, which was sort of the break, there was, okay, okay, first of all, good morning, every- oh well, Good morning, everyone. Uh, it is Tuesday, the 16th of um, April. I hope you all had a wonderful sleep, a wonderful Monday. Um, we're not even halfway through the week. But you know what? I count Tuesday as halfway because basically Tuesday is almost done. And then Wednesday's here. And then Wednesday's hump day. And you know, you know how it goes. You know the gist. Um, but anyways, the big story that I'm going to cover today um, as my main story, followed by some other, great, some other great stories like Wendy Williams and Kim K, um, is that Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky, if you may, uh, please... Not guilty in her first response to the college admissions scam. Now, I haven't covered this story in a while because so much has been going on in the world and I've been busy and I've been, you know, doing this, doing that. I did my first collab, as I mentioned before, my Game of Thrones recap, which is on my podcast, which you listen to because a lot of fun and a lot of juicy, juicy, juicy recap. Um, and it's me and my prime. Um, but before I get into this Lori Laughlin pleading guilty story, I just want to tell you, uh, so today I woke up and I really, really had a really, really bad back ache, um, cause I have, I have, uh, you know, I don't have the best lower back and it stems from my days of being a track star in middle school and in high school. I was a sprinter. I ran the 100, the 200 and the four by four meter dashes. And, uh, as great of a track star as I was, <laughs> screwed up my lower back. So I have to go get an adjustment. I'm supposed to go once a month, but I really go every four months, right? When it's like super, super like tense and I wake up sore and I like can't really stand up straight because the muscles are sort of contracting. So I go to my amazing um chiropractor's name is uh scott vester he's in west hollywood right by the wells fargo i don't know the exact address but if you live in west hollywood and or hollywood or in la need a really good chiropractor uh go to him he's really great um so let's just get right into it um again the the okay i'm gonna read from tmz i'm gonna read from i'm sorry cnn uh page six and then tmz and then while I'm on TMZ, I'm going to go through all my other stories because they are also on TMZ. So, okay, so here we go. Lori Laughlin pleads not guilty in her first response to the college admission scam. Actress Lori Laughlin and her husband Mosimo Giannali have pleaded not guilty to two conspiracy charges in the college admission scandal, according to federal court filings entered on Monday, a.k.a. yesterday. They also waived the right to appear in court for an arraignment on a money laundering charge, according to the signed documents. Laughlin's not guilty plea to charges of conspiracy to commit fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering is her first, her first substantive response um, in the case. Prosecutors say she and Giannali paid $500,000 to fake a charity to get their two daughters accepted into the University of Southern California, falsely designated them as career recruits, if you guys remember um, Lori and her husband allegedly paid uh, whatever the guy's name is, who was like the ringleader of this whole thing, to stage photos of them doing crew in order to get into college. 
I already did a podcast on Lori Laughlin about a couple, uh, maybe two episodes ago, last week, sometime last week. Check it out if you want to hear that update. But this is basically just giving you another update of what's going on. But it's crazy because uh, Aunt Becky don't got some brains. Okay, I continue. Oh, by the way, you know, I like to give a verbal bibliography. Um, This article was written on CNN by Sarah Jorgensen and Eric Levinson, uh, updated at 8.47 p.m. on Monday. Again, now I'm going to continue. Um, uh, here we go. Where was I? Okay. The Full House actress is the highest profile figure um, caught up in the scandal. Oh, you know what, you guys? Hold on one second. I'm just getting a text um, from my uncle, who's actually in my podcast yesterday. And I actually called him before I started this podcast. And I was like, do not call me. Do not text me because I'm going to be recording. And as you guys know, I record on the podcast off my phone because it's so good. It makes my voice sound really, really good. <laughs> Okay, anyways, I'm going to start that paragraph again. Anyways, I continue. The Full House actress is the highest profile... Um, the Full House... A- what? The Full House actress is the highest profile figure caught up in a scandal that has embroiled dozens of wealthy parents, college coaches, and standardized test administrators. Prosecutors say some of the parents facilitated cheating on the SATs and ACTs on behalf of their children, and some parents bribed college coaches to smooth their children's path into college. <laughs> Such a scam. Like like I also mentioned before, I wish that happened to me. I wish I had that opportunity. I wish I had the connection. If my mom told me who Rick Singer was, oh, that's his name, Rick Singer. If my mom ha, 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 had known his name, I would have been like, ring up, Rick. My mom would have been like, go go study for your tests. I took the SATs three times. I don't exactly remember my scores, but I got into college, so hey. <laughs> Anyways, Laughlin's decision to not plead guilty in the case has already had significant legal repercussions. The actress Felicity Huffman was among, the thir- was among 13 parents who pleaded guilty to a charge of conspiracy to commit fraud last week. In exchange for a guilty plea, prosecutors said that they will recommend incarceration at the low end of the sentencing range and will not bring further charges against her. Remember, Felicity is like sort of the angel. She's still like doing everything right, just keeping a really low profile. She's not like Lori Laughlin, aka on Becky, who when they were in Boston and went to federal court, were signing autographs and posing and getting her hair blown out because Felicity Hoffman is a smart woman. She probably recognizes what she did, and she's just like, you know what? I own it. Own it, baby. Own it, in the words of Lee Thurman from The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Which, by the way, I have to do a podcast covering Beverly Hills season this year because I really have not had the time to like even talk about it, even though Dog Gate's like, dominating the networks. But I love me some dogs. I also love Lisa Vanderpump, but I also love Dory, and I love Teddy. I love Erica Jane. I love them all. It's just preposterous. Anyways, I keep dividing from the topic at hand, which is Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, being a fraud, allegedly. Um... But those who did not plead guilty, including Laughlin and 15 other parents, were charged a day later with a count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. Legal experts say this is part of the prosecution's, and this is in quotations, carrot and stick approach intended to pressure the defendants to plead guilty or face further charges. The criminal complaint against Giannale and Laughlin includes evidence from a cooperating from a cooperating witness, emails, bank records, and a recorded phone call with each parent. Giannale sent Rick Singer, the mastermind of the scheme, an action picture of each of his daughters on ergometers, the rowing machines, according to the criminal complaint. I love me an ergometer. I went to the gym in my building the other day, and I was, like, really, really bored of the treadmill, so I was like, let me go on the ergometer, but I didn't send pictures and send them to Rick Singer, because, you know, I already went to college. But the ergometer is actually really challenging, and maybe his daughters were, like, working out, and Rick and um, Mosimo, aka head designer at Target, actually formally, I don't think he's designing anymore, just was like, my daughters are, like, on the machine. Hey, take a look. And then maybe Rick Singer just was like, oh, I'm gonna send this to USC and see what I can do. Maybe that's the conspiracy theory here. We don't know, we don't know, we don't know. I wish, I need to get me on a jury, by the way, and I wish I was in this jury. Well, yeah. Okay, the criminal complaint against Giannale and Laughlin includes evidence. Already read that paragraph. Uh, Laughlin and Giannale appeared in federal court in Boston two weeks ago, but they did not publicly um, 
but had not publicly indicated how they planned to plead until now. Each of the two charges are punishable by up to 20 years in prison. <laughs> I bet you better get watching Orange is the New Black on Netflix. The accusations have hampered the careers of Laughlin and her daughter Olivia Jade, a social media influencer. Laughlin was dropped by the Hallmark Channel and other brands in wake of last month's charges, and Sephora also ended up also ended a mega partnership with Olivia Jade. I don't know if you guys also watch SNL. I don't usually watch it regularly, but I would do, I definitely watch like the YouTube um, the YouTube sketches when they're on YouTube. I mean the the SNL sketches when they're on YouTube like the next day. Um, and there was one uh, of covering them all in jail, but Felicity noticeably noticeably absent was Felicity Huffman. It's probably because like they want to be easy on her because Felicity Huffman is like sort of the, a beloved figure on like Lori Loughlin who's being really cocky. But that's just my opinion. Um, but basically. What um, Lori Laughlin? I, I don't remember the actress that was playing her in the SNL sketch was saying was that like I've already been to hell. I've shot like forty four Hallmark movies, which is really really funny. I love me a Hallmark movie when I'm really really sad and just in, like a certain sort of mindset of like I need to not think, but I also want a little bit of like drama. But then I also go to Netflix and I watch Sabrina, which by the way I finished. I almost done with Sabrina. I'm in the middle of the um, finale of part two, episode nine, um, with Lucifer, who is in his like human form, and he's so gorgeous. He's played by this Australian actor, action actor named Tim. Co- no, something Cook, Luke Cook. He's so handsome and he's so funny. And um, Michelle Gomez, who plays um, Lilith, is fabulous, and their chemistry is amazing. It's just wow. Okay. I'm sorry to keep diverting like this. It's just there's like literally when I do these, I literally literally enter another space. And no, some people have made the accusation that I was high when I shot my when I recorded my um, podcast episode yesterday with mine covering Game of Thrones. But I was not because I the only thing I do is I love I love me a nice glass of wine here and there. But I I don't do any other substances because honey, I want to stay young, looking forever, and I'm going to be thirty and on August fifth, I'm leaving my twenties, and I want to you know look good. I want to you know look youthful like Lilith. Um, okay. Uh, and that's basically the update on Lori Laughlin. I mean, it goes into, that's what CNN said. Okay, now I'm going to go to what, um, TMZ wrote. Uh, and the article, the title of the article on TMZ is Lori Laughlin Please Not Guilty and Called Bribery Case. Um, again, as I mentioned before, TMZ doesn't have who wrote their articles, but I'm just going to read to you. Laughlin is ready for a fight because she has just entered her plea in the case that could land her in prison for years. And that plea is not guilty. Lori and her husband, Mosimo Giannali, entered a plea entered pleas to all charges conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud and honest services mail and wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Lori and Massimo did not appear in court. They entered their plea via they entered their plea via court documents filed by their attorneys. They must have some really, really good attorneys or really, really bad attorneys because if they end up getting off scot-free and Felicity Husband has to serve time, then everyone's probably going to even hate, is going to hate Lori Laughlin and her husband even more because Felicity is like literally being honorable and doing the right thing and literally pleading guilty and admi- in admission to guilt when you are super famous like Felicity Huffman and a beloved, really hardworking actress just makes her look better. She's going to come out of this on the other side and she's probably just going to have a massively successful career versus Lori Laughlin if in fact she does come out um, innocent without serving time, people are still going to be really pissed. Her. But you know what? Lori Laughlin's husband has so much money. He has amassed from his target line. They probably won't have to work. And Lori Laughlin, too, will get residuals forever. Um, okay. Olivia Jay's parents, Olivia Jay's mentioned before, is their daughter, who is a YouTube influencer. Um, Olivia Jay's parents both face a minimum of four years and nine months in prison. And that's even if they cop a plea. As we reported, the U.S. Attorney of Boston gave all the parents an ultimatum. Either take a plea or the case would go to the grand jury and additional charges would be filed. And that's exactly what happened. Our sources say a plea bargain is still on the table, uh, which is really, really good. 
As we reported, Felicity Huffman has already copped a plea and faces the charges of minimum, a minimum of four months in prison. As for the disparity, it's all based on the amount of money the parents paid. Felicity paid 15000 to have her daughter's SAT test, SAT test rigged. Lori and her husband allegedly paid 500000 to an athletic coach to get their two daughters in the USC. Yeah, that's another thing. Laughlin and Multimo are, you know, sort of in a, in a bit of more hot water, deeper hot water than Felicity due to um, the significant financial uh, change. Um, and then last but not least, I'm just going to scan over what the article says. By the way, when I was playing um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast, it was from a sing-along on YouTube. From Do you guys remember sing-alongs? I used to be obsessed with them as a little kid because I had like no friends. So I would just watch sing-alongs on, um, well, there wasn't a YouTube when I was a kid, but I don't know. Oh, my mom would buy me like the recording tapes. Like, you know, remember the tapes with like the two circle things that you like as a kid would stick your finger in and turn it and then like rip out all the like recordings and your parents would get yelly. Or maybe that was just me. Okay, page six says, the, the title on page six is Lori Laughlin and her husband plead not guilty in college admission scam um, by Ruth Brown and Emily Saul on the 15th, which was yesterday. Actress Lori Laughlin and her husband are pleading not guilty in the college admission scam, bribery scam, according to new uh, court documents. The Full House star and her fashion designer, Happy Mosimo Giannale, entered the pleas in court filings Monday alongside several other parents charged in the case, saying they waive their right to appear for an arraignment. I like all these articles because they're all written in like varied the same thing, but varied words. Varied dialogue, as if you will. If you may. Um, the Full House star and fashion designer, Hubby Mosimo Giannale, entered pleas in court filings Monday alongside several other parents charged in the case, saying they waived their right to appear in, for an arraignment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry if that hurt your ears. I should probably turn away from the thing when I do that. But you know what? I'm just so invested in this story. I'm literally crying. The couple are facing up to 40 years. Oh, see, that's something. Every single um, media outlet or website that posts on or reports on this story gives varied years um, of, like, the longevity of what her sentence could allegedly be. The couple are facing up to 40 years um, behind bars on charges of conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering for allegedly paying college prep advisor William Ricksinger up to 500000 to bribe their daughter's way into the University of Southern California as a bogus guru Chris. Blah, 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 blah. You already know what's going on. Now I'm going to go to a um, the next breaking news story of the day. Well, of yesterday, which was... Wendy Williams, daytime queen. Sorry, Ellen. I love Ellen, though, so that's no shame. How you doing? Wendy Williams, let's talk divorce, brings it up on her show. For the first time, Wendy Williams talked about her divorce on her show, revealing what she's got cooking for the post-breakup life. And it's going to be tons of cutie time with her son. Okay, you know what? This is from TMZ. I'm going to go read the article that was on um, page six because it was really well written. Um, and it sort of gives excerpts of what she delivered in her Hot Topics. I mean, like, she took the first couple of minutes to talk about herself. And I really like it. Wendy's been really, really open about this and self-deprecating, which means she, she, she owns it. Okay, this is what she said. Own it, baby. Okay, now I'm going back to um, page six. The article is written by Francesca Bacardi. Oh, I love me some Bacardi. Actually, I love Bacardi and I love Kettle One because they don't give me headaches. What does give me a headache is, and I used to always love drinking... Um, Oh my gosh, it's that, oh, what is it called? It's vodka. It's a really, really fancy vodka uh, types of, I'm literally looking this up. I'm Googling it, types of vodka. Uh, oh, Grey Goose. Grey Goose gives me the worst hangover ever. I can't even handle it. But now I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a, um, I'm not much of a, a hard liquor kind of guy. I like, oh, I, I've actually converted to drinking whiskey, which I like it. It's like really a manly drink and it gives you that nice burn in the chest. But I really love me a nice red wine, a nice Cabernet. Okay, anyways. 
<sighs> Wendy Williams finally addresses divorce from estranged husband Kevin Hunter from, by Francesca Bacardi, and this was on page six. Wendy Williams' signature Hot Topics segment was dedicated to herself on Monday morning. Referencing into the segment's motto, their business is our business, Williams opened up about her divorce from estranged husband, Kevin Hunter. It's crazy now because my business is your business, Williams said with a laugh. It's kind of funny. Turnabout's a fair game. I get it. I really like that she said that because she's basically saying, I can dish it out and I can take it. Williams said she had a really good weekend with a six pals from the sober living facility she's been staying at since January and revealed she'll be leaving it soon for her own space. She lives in Livingston, New Jersey, but it's been reported that she's looking for an apartment in New York City. I'm moving out of the sober house in just a few days, you know, Williams shared. It'll be Wendy on her own. The morning show host, who has been candid about her drug and alcohol addiction issues, said moving into the sober house helped her confront all of her issues in her life and helped her reestablish a plan with her 18-year-old son, Kevin Hunter Jr., I have to tell you, you know, I've been dealing with issues with addiction, alcoholism, and I have a whole new life that I have planned for myself and my son. She said, believe me, you, when you lay in a room with no TV and four gray walls all day, this is my life in the sober house. It's one of the best things, honestly, that could have ever happened to me. Williams admitted she wears a mask while taping her show, but fully dealing, um, fully dealing with her addictions has changed her for the better. It's one of the best things, honestly, that could have happened to me because when you think about your life, you think about how you've been delivering to the world, she said. Everybody has things in their life that they're embarrassed to share with the world or they're frightened to share with the world or they're not ready to share with the world. I'm addressing my sobriety, my addiction head on um, has really helped me sort out every single compartment of my life. After when she said that, because I watched this on YouTube, you can watch it too on the Wendy Williams channel. Literally, the audience was cheering because it's so smart because she's directly, she's indirectly, directly addressing that she's basically leaving her man. Page six exclusively um, revealed last week that Williams filed for divorce from Hunter after time did not in 1997. The split comes after Hunter's alleged mistress, Sharina Hudson, gave birth to a baby, said to be Hunter's. Williams appears to be keeping a brave face on during her personal ordeal as she joked that she's on the loose when seeing a picture of Cardi B's chocolate drop bodyguard. You know what? I really do hope Wendy finds some amazing man to take care of her because she's so she's so independent. She doesn't need a man. Um, but I think it's amazing that she addressed it head on in her own time because, quite frankly, it's, it's her own thing. And um, she... I think I, I texted my friend Kristen today about this. Hey, girl, Kristen, listen to my podcast. She has to do brain reviews. Um, she was basically saying, what was I saying to her? Um, I don't even remember what I was saying to her. It was something about Wendy Williams. Oh, I was saying that this, this sort of thing catapulted Wendy to stardom. She was already a star, but now she's like a star. Ooh, what was that? I just like went into beast voice mode. Um, okay, and the last thing I want to discuss today... Uh, because I have uh, very many things I have to do, is, this is from TMZ, Kim Kardashian. I am studying hard for the bar exam. Really studying. Remember Kim? Uh, oh, if you guys, oh, also on Instagram, Tim, Tim, Kim Kardashian posted this really long um, post today. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but if you, I'm sure most of you follow her. And if you don't follow her, that's okay. I don't follow her. Uh, but it's about, she's basically defending her turf about becoming a lawyer. And this is what the article says. Kim Kardashian, oh, I have one more thing to cover after this. Did I already cover it? Oh, it's a Notre Dame. Okay, I already talked. I mean, I briefly like talked about it. I'm gonna. Okay, so this I'm gonna talk about Kim, and I'm gonna go right to the real, 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 really heartfelt gut gut wrenching story of the day, which is a Notre Dame catching fire. Um, but first, let me let me finish up with Kim's story because everyone deserves to be talked about in a good way, as I do. Okay, 
Again, the article is Kim Kardashian. I'm studying hard for the bar exam. Really studying. Ooh, DMZ can be so shady sometimes. Okay. Kim Kardashian says she's doing her homework to become a lawyer. And it's a daily grind that's turned her family life upside down. But she insists haters won't discourage her from achieving her dream. Kim shared a photo of herself hitting the books with attorneys Jessica Jackson and Era Haney studying for what she calls California's baby bar exam, a requirement for anyone studying law the way she is. As an apprentice with Jackson and Haney's firm. She says, for the next four, she says, and this is a quote, for the next four years, a minimum of 18 hours a week is required. I will take written and multiple choice tests monthly. Monthly. Kim's approaching the end of her first year and says she's hitting the books hard right now to prep for a torts essay on negligence due this week. Girl, she is just like, she is a smart cookie. I mean, I think her dad was a lawyer too, so I think this might be some type of homage to him, which is great. As reported, Kim plans to take her bar exam by 2022. She's clearly heard the critics who claim that she can only do this be- that she can only do this because of her privilege and money. She fired back, and this is another quote. I want people to understand that there is nothing that should limit your pursuit or your of your dreams, an accomplishment of new goals. You can create your own lanes, just as I am. She adds, however, it ain't easy, saying that she studies all weekend and nights all weekend and at nights after working all day and putting her kids to bed. She says she's so committed to achieving her dream, she's changed her number last year to disconnect and focus. Kim's own lawyer, Sean Hawley, says she's got the right stuff to make it happen. And Kim says pep talks from the people in her corner um, keep her going when she feels overwhelmed. I congratulate her because this is amazing. She's gone from, you know, everybody knows how she started to really being the most famous woman in the world and having an amazing show, incredibly successful apps and fashion lines and makeup lines and stores, you know, and going from appearances to just being financially so successful. Um, and, and, and now she's doing a lot of good. She wants to do a lot of good and work on prison reform. Um, and it's amazing. It's li- literally amazing. And, and her Vogue article is also really inspiring. Um, I don't have the article in front of me. And I mean, I would read it to you, but I know you guys, you probably have like a million things you have to do. Shen Yun, I'm, I'm looking at an ad on, T- on um, CNN, Shen Yun, 5,000 Years of Civilization Reborn. And it's this beautiful... Um, uh, Asian, South Asian woman with like flags on her arms. And I really think that's something like, so amazing. Um, I'm, I don't have time to watch Yen Shun tonight, but maybe I'm going to watch it tomorrow. My friend, Christy Yellow Hopkins Jones, AKA Kristen Devereaux, follow her on Instagram. She's, um, she's a, a very successful, um, architect in the making in Boston and she loves Yen Shun. So check her out on Instagram. <laughs> I love making little jokes. Um, <laughs> okay. So the last article the last story I'm going to cover today because it's it's really really sad and it's not um it's not a happy one and this I I am the Mister S of pop culture but this is what's going on and um the big story today is that the Notre Dame in Paris which I actually saw in person for the first time in my life and I went to Paris um and actually got to have the amazing opportunity of exploring the city in December and January of 2016 16 into 17 no it was 15 into 16. I think. And then with my sister, her husband, her daughter, um, and my uncle, who recorded the episode yesterday with me, um, and it was amazing. So here we go. I, I mean, I'm looking at this article on CNN, and there's, I don't even know where to start. Um, okay. What happened? A massive blaze at the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris devastated large parts of the 850-year-old church. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to expand this. My computer's being a little slow because there's so many tabs open because I am watching Netflix. I have my articles open. Okay, here we go. What we're covering here. I'm going to do a very abridged version of it, um, and then I'll cover more of it and more details come out. Okay, what happened? A massive blaze at the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris devastated large parts of the 850-year-old church. While the fire is now under control, the cathedral's iconic spire fell during the hours it took to blaze to battle the blaze. 
Macron, who I believe is the president, uh, yes, he's the president of France, speaking from the scene, French President Emmanuel Macron described the fire as a terrible tragedy, but added, the worst has been avoided, promising Parisians that they will rebuild this cathedral together. Um, About the cathedral built in the 13th century, the medieval structure is considered a feat of architecture as much as a religious symbol. It's one of the most it's one of Paris's most popular attractions, drawing in an estimated thirteen million visitors a year. And I was one of the thirteen millions, as I mentioned before. Um and it's really sad. But what happens when, you know, a landmark like this burns down is that the physical structure of it burns down, but not the memories. Um, while countless workers contributed to the building of the 850-year-old cathedral, every architectural—I mean, from CNN—every architectural detail refers back to a single, overreaching design concept. But during its construction, there are also considerable scope for individual expression through these structures, many ornamental carvings. Um, their variety provokes almost unfathomable levels of interest, while offering invaluable insight into the way people thought, felt, and worked during the crucial period in European history. This playful and richness of expression has long been recognized as one of the great hallmarks of Gothic architecture. Ooh, I love me some Gothic. I used to love Hot Topic back in the day. I used to buy all my um, Halloween costumes from there. Um, so yeah, that that's a really that was a big story. I'm just going to check TMZ really quick because they seem to post highlights um, uh, from sort of big, big breaking stories. Okay, they posted on the 15th, Notre Dame Flame Cathedral up in flames. Um, okay, miraculously, the interior is still standing and the famous stone archways are still bearing weight, which is amazing. However, these holes in the ceiling and the debris in front of the altar are clear signs that the restoration process, if possible at all, will be long and a difficult project. And might be... In, in, in what be I'm sorry, in what might be the best news possible under the circumstances, the Paris police chief just said Notre Dame's structure has been saved and the fire stopped from spraying to the northern belfry. In fact, they say both towers are going to be safe. That's amazing. That that it it, it sort of looks like something like an aerial view. It sort of looks like it was all in the center. And um let's see. According to the agents France Presse, I'm sorry, I'm butchering that, the international news agency based in f- f- Paris. French fire services say they are not sure if the Notre Dame fire can be... St- oh, this is going old. Uh, but anyways, it was stopped. It's under control. The steeple fell, but the two famous towers from the Hunchback of Notre Dame... I love me Asmarella. I was Asmarella once for Halloween, and I used to have Asmarella dolls, which is clearly why I'm like a football jockey, masculine, straight boy um, back in the day. But the two towers are still there, which is really great. And um, I don't think it's it's noted if anyone's been injured or hurt. Which, and if not, that's really a blessing. But again, um, really sad news for the Parisians, but... Again, um, things can be rebuilt, and that's the way the world works. Um, again, I thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys liked my Game of Thrones episode. It was a lot of fun recording it. I I um, literally love that show so much, and it makes me feel so good. And I was really happy to get it recorded with someone, because usually I like doing these by myself. But hey, sometimes you have to go out of your lane, like Kim Casey's, and make your own lane. Um, I'm going to be, as I mentioned before, with the college admission scam case. Just keep on reporting you updates as things progress. Um... And yeah, I hope you guys all have a really good Tuesday, and I will talk to you later. Adios!